Achieving Clarity podcast. My name is Ben Morley, an Air Force pilot turned consultant. Each episode, you will hear actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life, personal and professional, to achieve more clarity, purpose, and effectiveness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical clarity training. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Achieving Clarity podcast with me, Ben Morley. Hope this finds you doing great. This episode builds upon a previous podcast I did where I spoke about the difference between goals and plans. To review, a goal is not a plan. A goal needs a plan. In the corporate world, sporting events, and churches, there can be a tendency to just communicate the dream, then think that's enough. It is not. Heavyweight champion boxer Mike Tyson has a famous quote where he says, Everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. We need to understand and need to be teaching that life and success and dominion and favor depend not only on a dream, but on a plan. You may dream of losing weight. You may dream to be out of debt. You may dream to meet the man or woman of your dreams. That's fantastic. But that is all it is at that point. It is a dream in that stage, and it needs a plan. So how are you going to lose that weight? Well, I I just see myself 20 pounds lighter. Well, that's great. But that's just a dream. It needs a plan. And the plan is the non-exciting, down-to-earth, day-to-day reality check, common-sense conversations that dreamers do not necessarily want to have because they are convinced the dream or the goal is all they need. A goal is not a plan. A goal needs a plan, and do not mix these two things up, because I think we have done so a lot, and I know I have. Every Walt Disney needs a Roy Disney for this planning thing to really be understood and embraced. Walt Disney was the visionary. We do not know that much about Roy, because the Roy Disneys are the backroom planning people that do not want to be on stage, they do not want to be on camera, they do not want to do the interviews, they do not want celebrity status. They are the -the behind-the-scenes people. But Walt Disney said about Roy, his older brother, that if it had not been for Roy, I swear I would have been in jail several times for bouncing checks that I wrote. Walt said he never knew what was in the bank account. Roy kept me on the straight and narrow throughout my whole career, and I could not have done what I did without Roy. You have to study history to find where the Roys were. Henry Ford, who gave us the first automobile, had a guy named James Cousins. Have you heard of him lately? Me neither. James Cousins was Henry Ford's Roy Disney. And Henry Ford had similar comments for James Cousins like Walt did for Roy. Henry Ford said he could not have done what he did without the genius and the organizational planning ability of James Cousins. But James was unheard of. Nonetheless, Henry Ford attributed virtually all of his success to the genius of James Cousins and what James brought to Henry's visionary passion. James provided gravity to Henry's thinking, enabling Henry to think through how to make this vision happen. Ray Kroc, who made McDonald's restaurant into the worldwide success we find today, Ray had a guy named Fred Turner. Fred was the guy that systemized McDonald's. 
Fred Turner was the guy that took the idea of fast food, although he didn't call it that, and patented the system and industrialized it. It was Fred Turner that showed Ray Kroc how to make a burger in record time by literally painting an outline on the floor of where everyone would stand in a shop layout before they ever even built the shop. Fred Turner. Who knew? Steve Jobs had a guy named Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak was the Roy Disney to Steve Jobs's Walt Disney. William Proctor had James Gamble in the Procter & Gamble Global Organization. Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream? Ben had Jerry, and Jerry was the logistics, the delivery systems guy, the policy guy, the legal guy, the planning guy. And Ben said of Jerry, I could not have done what I did without the genius and the brilliance of Jerry. It often takes a while for the dreamers to use that language of appreciation about the planners in their lives, because often we see these planners do not fully realize the scope and scale of skill and talent they bring to the process. Bill Gates had Paul Allen, who was his Roy, his planner. Moses had Joshua, David had Nathan, to give you a couple of Bible examples, who were the counselors and planners and delivery systems logistics people. Captain Kirk had Spock, to give you a Star Trek analogy. Every visionary needs a planner. Who, if you are Walt, who is your Roy? And if you are Roy, what Walt are you serving or partnering with? Because the Walts and the Roys need to find each other in the world. I do not mean you are completely one or the other. I think there is some Roy in every Walt and some Walt in every Roy. But your tendencies are going to lean mainly toward one or the other, and stay in that as your strength. This becomes especially important if you are a sole proprietor or a small business or are self-employed. You have to be a jack-of-all-trades. You have to be a little bit of Roy if you are mainly Walt and vice versa. But as you grow and develop and start getting staff working with you or are getting volunteers assisting you, you've got to start looking for the Roy to your Walt or the Walt to your Roy, because those two together are a superpower. But separately, on their own, they are not. We've got so many discouraged, demoralized, fed-up Walts because they could never find their Roy. So, every visionary needs a planner. Find your partner and develop that partnership into a superpower. I hope this has been of some help to you, and as always best to you. Thank you for listening to the Achieving Clarity podcast. We hope you liked it. To hear more tools and strategies to help you in your personal and professional life, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you again.